Did I just hear that correctly? Did the Cleveland Indians beat the Baltimore Orioles last night with a walk-off? And the Houston Astros beat the Red Sox? Oh. And my Yankees got bitch slapped. Yay. Yeah, that's real funny. (laughs) Real nice. I wasn't paying attention because I was doing that country type thing last night. And now I'm doing that kind of like, um craft beer thing this morning. Yeah, it was on a little freeze, man. There was some funny balloons in the parking lot last (laughs) night. At at Luke Bryan. At Luke Bryan. I was like, this girl was floating away with these balloons and I just grabbed them and I said, here, let me take them off your hands, young lady, and take a picture with me. I love doing that too with the helium voice you get. So, Oh yeah, man. I was was entertaining everybody in the the parking lot. I was doing the chipmunks. I was doing the Star Spangled Banner with my helium voice. They really got a kick out of that before they went in uh, to that beautiful stadium Lincoln Financial uh, Field where the... Eagles play. So that's where he was, grabbing some girl's balloons in a parking lot. Yeah, pretty much. I grabbed her balloons, I threw a $10 bill, and I ran. And I made jokes all the way to the main gate. But it was a good time, and I'm going to have a real good time this morning with my boys. I got Dirty Derek here, and I got Dr. Johnny Blindside. And we got a very special interview we're going to be conducting. Um, We got a killer book, man. I just love staring at this giveaway book you got for us here, Dirty Derek, from your fine friends at the Brooklyn Brewery. We have Mr. Gary. Garrett Oliver, he is the author of The Brewmaster's Table. We got some really cool stuff. Uh, this hat yeah, yeah, might nice get lost between now and the end of the show. Whoever wins, come get it immediately. Mr. <laughs> Oliver will be calling in shortly to discuss. What's he going to be discussing, Dirty Derek? Well, he, uh, Garrett is the, uh, the head brewer at, Bro- at Brooklyn, so we're going to really get into... A couple of beers we're going to talk about, a little bit of the history at the brewery. You're going to get into some of the new things that are coming up and all that fun stuff. So if there's anybody to really get into discussing Brooklyn Brewery, it's it's Garrett Oliver. And, and just discussing nice. beer in general. I mean, Beer in general, he's really he, Yeah, he's a wealth of knowledge. There, There's pretty much nothing you could throw at him and he won't be able to, off the top of his head, have a good answer for you. And extremely eloquently put. He also is a, an editor on the Oxford Dictionary of Beer. So, oh, wow. Yeah, you got someone who really knows their stuff. And I thought it was really cool, Derek, because when John walked in and you handed him in the book, he's there. I got the hard copy. <laughs> and so John's inner nerd came out. Yeah, his inner nerd came it out. Which is, it looked different than you yeah. know what I mean. The yeah, oh yeah, it's an older. So. Yeah, yeah, the older one. So we're really looking forward to this um, interview that we're going to be doing today, and this giveaway. You're going to have a shot to win it around quarter of eleven today. That's when I'm going to be doing the giveaway, Dirty Derek. So Sounds you good. know that, and just because Dr. Johnny Blindside needs to know that, and I had a weird dream. Were you at Peach Festival <laughs> at all? I was that's not going peaching. On. One bit. I could have sworn I seen you there, and it's funny because I didn't even go myself. So it must <laughs> have dream, been a dream. And if you didn't go, I must have had this nightmare that Huey Lewis and the News were playing one of the stage at the Peach Peach <laughs> Festival. One of the stages at the Peach Festival. Well, I'm going to stop bantering on in my delirium because I am quite delirious right now. And Dirty Derek, tell us what you cracked open over there, buddy. Well, well we're starting now. We had a little bit of a, a last minute lineup change from what we uh, initially posted. We were going to do the pennant ale. We switched it out. Uh, Derek there. pulled the pitcher. 
Yeah, we're, <laughs> well, we're, there, there's a, a change kind of in how the distribution's going for that. So they kind of, as we talked to them, it was just, it made more sense to go with something that everyone can get. The pen and ale is not going to be as widely available. So I thought, you know what? It's getting into that season. Uh, some people aren't happy about They're it. They're back. But it's getting <laughs> nice. into pumpkin beer season. So I thought, you know, Brooklyn's uh, Post Road Pumpkin Ale is another great one that I absolutely love this time of year. Very sessionable. It's only 5% alcohol. Very traditional pumpkin. Uh, some of the pumpkins you get are very in-your-face, over-the-top aromatics, and it really is to kind of lure you in, and then you kind of drink it, and it's a little lacking sometimes. Right. This really has everything you want out of it. It's got a nice aroma to it, 5%, a little bit of a sweetness coming through from the spices and a little bit of the sugars used, but really easy drinking and perfect for this time of year. And I, I really wanted to start this thing off with you know something a little lighter because we're getting a little heavier as we go on through the, uh, the showcase. You there. know what, Derek, it's freaking me out, and a lot of people are saying this too. I'm looking over at that bottle, and that is definitely a fall beer. Mm-hmm. And it's the middle of August. Yeah. There's, there's some a little twisted over that. started coming out in July. Yeah. So every, every year they seemingly right. come out earlier and earlier. Okay. And some people aren't happy about that. But it's, you know, what are you going to do? Christmas is beers out next week. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the, the, one of the reasons it came up was, you know, this week I was down at Cooper's and we actually started talking. I, was, I sat down with lovely owner Ryan Cooper and we were talking about some of the beers and stuff. And he mentioned that they actually got post road in and it just started talking about pumpkin beers and this whole thing. I mean, like a lot of places are starting to get this in now. It's already available. I don't, to me, I don't knock it. I'm not going to say, oh, they shouldn't come out this early because I'm, I love fall. I love Halloween. So the, the, the problem with <laughs> it is when they come out this early, a lot of times right. they're done. And by the time it rolls around after yeah. Halloween and into Thanksgiving, there's no pumpkins to be found. Yeah, when and it actually like to have is, that when yeah. it's that October, November is the greatest time for pumpkin beers and it's gone. They're trying to get it out early and get it distributed everywhere. And if you don't grab it soon, you can grab it and hang on to it for a month or two. Yeah. There's definitely a time limit where you yeah. have to jump if you're a fan. Yeah, and that's that's a lot of the issue with the people complain is, you know, when it actually is, you know, on Halloween, I want to sit and have a pumpkin beer when I went down to the store and, you know, like, go get, get some now, put yeah. it away. That's what so, Yeah, do. a lot of these are, you know, they go by the case really when these first come out because people will buy them up and, and kind of sit on them for a little bit. But you know what? I'm fine with that. I, I have no problems with that. I mean, the, the issue that some people complain about is, well, they're not using fresh pumpkins. Well, a lot of them... You some know, beers don't even use pumpkin yeah, in it, but they're pumpkin them, beers. That's what they call it. A lot of them it. don't even have that. It's just a lot of it's the spices. That's really what distinguishes it is, like, you know, nutmeg, clove, cinnamon. Some of them don't even use it. So that's not really a, a big knock to it. And, you know, a lot of the other ones never really did. Like, there are some breweries that will keep it held back because they use fresh pumpkins, they will roast them to caramelize them and get some of the flavors coming through. Those are the ones you're going to want to hold back on because right. you're not going to want to use old... And then some just by by order of the, 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 uh, the people who run it, uh, Sam Calgione down at Dogfish Head, won't release his until September yeah. 1st. And yeah. He doesn't believe it should be out early. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's, that's cool, too. It, it really is a, a brewery-by-brewery brewery choice as to what they're going to be doing. I mean, you can get a lot of the Oktoberfest ones out now, but that's actually not that... You know, a lot of people have that uh, misnomer of thinking Oktoberfest beers are in October. Well, actually, Oktoberfest is September in yep, Germany. In Germany. They, they're, so, they're early, they start drinking early in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it crazy, though, how the temperature outside could trigger trigger what you desire to yeah, drink? Even Absolutely. right now, I mean, like the past couple of days, I, mean, I it it's cooled felt off, like yeah. fall. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't, there's no question we'll, about that. We'll get some more 90s, I'm sure. Yeah. And you got all these hippies up on the mountain, all the jam band <laughs> music going on. That, to me... I mean, depending on where you're at, always reminds me of the end of summer. It's like a goodbye summer. Here we are in the fall, and then people want to start doing the Halloween thing and getting prepared for Thanksgiving. And 
pumpkin and all different kind of spices are coming out yep. now, especially in food as well. And if Gene Philbin was here, he would be telling <laughs> us Chef Gene going crazy from Peculiar lately. And I'm sure a lot of the cool events that the beer geeks are trying to throw out there in Northeast PA are going to feature craft beers such as the ones that Dirty Derek brought in to drink today. I'm really looking forward to this interview, Derek, and I really want to get to the bottom of what um, these fine beers that you brought in today. How many different ones do you have? We actually we brought in five different ones wow. today, and we have uh, some of the ones are the corked and cage bottles, and we have some of the more, they're all readily available in our area. It's one thing that's great with Brooklyn. Uh, I'm not really, we can ask Garrett, I'm not sure how many states are actually in right now, right. but we've had them here for a while. I mean, they're out of Brooklyn, New York, so I mean, it's, we're the neighbor, so it's, it's a pretty no-brainer to get us over here. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of other great beers that are available yeah. here. And this beer, this is the Post Road Pumpkin. So yeah. it doesn't say there's no big Brooklyn on it. Yeah, it's Post is, Road. Don't think it's Post Road Brewery. That's the name of the beer. Yeah, this is one that it kind of, for their regular labels, is a little different. It doesn't have the big Brooklyn B logo stamped on the bottom part. It's on the upper part of the label. So that, that's going to kind of throw some people off. They might not realize this is a Brooklyn beer. Originally, that threw me off when I first had this beer a few yeah, years ago. I'm like, what, where's Post Road? I never heard of that oh. brewery. And you have to look into it a little bit more and find out it's Brooklyn. But Interesting. This, this yeah. particular beer, as Derek said, is uh, I like all the different pumpkins. This is a very uh, sweeter and milder uh, pumpkin. It's more uh, more drinkable, easy, easily yeah. drinkable, not as offensive, because some of them get really spicy. I like those, too. There's imperial pumpkins that a lot of spice. Yeah, and a lot really of, heavy-handed with the spices. A lot of, lot of heavy-duty flavors, but this is yeah. a nice, nice light, mellow yeah, and, it, and it's only 5%, too, so, I mean, it's definitely a lot more of a sessionable. Some of the other ones get into, you know, 8 9% with the pumpkin beers. So, I mean, this is a lot more reserved and held back and really done more as almost like a traditional English style. I mean, the style really originates from, like, the New England colonists <laughs> because they had to use whatever they could to make their beer because they had to have their beer because they couldn't drink their water. Oh, you so, throw some pumpkins in it. And the yeah. thing that's funny is a lot of people think of pumpkin beer, oh, it's the pump- pumpkins are absolutely flavorless. If you have ever bitten into a pumpkin, that's not the flavor no. that's coming out of it. It's the spices in right. the pumpkin beers. Unless you are caramelizing your pumpkins, you'll put them in the oven, roast them for a little bit, and it'll kind of caramelize a little bit of the sugars in it, and that'll give a little bit of flavors. But really, it's the spices, the the cinnamon, the nutmeg, the allspice. That's really what you're getting through with a lot of these pumpkin beers. Sometimes you could, like when I make my pumpkin beer, I'll sprinkle some brown sugar on the pumpkin before I put it in the oven. So that'll give a little bit extra caramelization. It's a little... Little tip, and, I, <laughs> and what would you would you say, Derek? A lot of people that try to do the home brewing thing, and they want to do this seasonal beer. They want to get into something that w- using pumpkin or other spices. They overcompensate with yeah. that it, because they think spicy. I have to add more yeah. spicy. I have and to add more. When you're doing pumpkin beers, you need to be very reserved up front. It's, it's a lot easier to figure out how much more to put in than how much to take out because mm-hmm. it, it just mathematically and just your taste buds, it's a lot easier to say, oh, well, I'd like a little bit more cinnamon in this or a little more nutmeg. Instead of saying I'd like a little less because then how much do you pull out versus if you put like, let's say, uh, an, a, an eighth teaspoon in or something, some small amount, you can then say, oh, I don't really get this. And then you can kind of bump it up a little Interesting. bit. So you got to kind of be a little more reserved. And actually uh, this week, if, if you're a home brewer in the, the uh, Brewer Own Magazine, I got my new issue and they actually have a whole issue on pumpkin beers. And they actually give out the recipe for a post-road pumpkin from Brooklyn in it. So, I mean, you could actually do this kind of one at your house. Cool. Very cool. As with all of the beers, like Derek said, with the ingredients in these brewers, it's about balance. They have, you have to find a balance. If you're brewing it yourself, just like the big breweries do it, you got to find the balance that gets you that flavor that you want to get to. So to recap a little bit, Dr. Johnny Blindside, you're really enjoying this beer right now, and you're not alien to it. 
Oh, no, I've had it before. Yes. This, is, this is very good. Uh, like I said, this is one that's uh, more mellow and smooth, a little sweeter than some other pumpkins, not as spicy, but you can have the spices are definitely there. They're just subdued. So this is a great thing, man. You got some friends coming over end of the summer, right, in the beginning of the fall. Check on a horror movie. You got it, man. Grab a few beers. bottles of Get ready for some beers. football. <laughs> Definitely getting ready for some football, Dr. Johnny Blindside. In more ways than one, you and I, kid. Absolutely. Um, so it's going to be... It'll be a good time, man. You crack this open to your friends. This is something definitely you want to open up as they cross the threshold and introduce them to this beer. Is this a great intro, uh, introductory beer, Derek? Yeah, especially if you're new to the, the pumpkin style, if it's something you kind of thought of but didn't have or maybe had one that was a little overly spicy and too in your face, you want something a little more reserved. This will kind of acclimate you to those those spices that are used, the aromas. It's, you know, very, like I said, it's 5%, so it's not really full of a ton of different malts and spices and all these different things. This is just a very traditional, straightforward pumpkin beer that you would have had, you know, back in the olden days. <laughs> that sounds, that's so super groovy. And I'll tell you what, man, we're going to take a break, pay some bills. I know our friend Mr. Garrett Oliver from the Brooklyn Brewing Company is going to be calling in shortly and do a nice little interview with the boys. The Hellophone, 855-777-1023, 855-777-1023. Real quick before I jump, Dr. Johnny Blindside, what did you think about our West Scranton native last night, man, with that last-minute uh, pump into the end zone winning the game for the Raiders? Did you see that? I did not see it. Oh, because you were uh, probably slightly comatose. We'll have to talk about that as well. Uh, I'll look, look at the at highlights in a little Take way. a look at that on that um, on your Palm Pilot that you have you over it. there, John. <laughs> and we'll go look for the missing backyard alehouse owner somewhere floating. <laughs> He's lost on the Billy, street somewhere. Billy, where are you? I want to talk about all the cool things that I want to do at the backyard alehouse in downtown Scranton. I stopped by the other night to say hello, and it was such a great, great atmosphere. I went out on the patio in the back area, and there were so many people kicking back, having fun. The bar was neat and beautiful with so many different options to drink, and you get... I love the staff there, too. Always a good time. Mm -hmm. Make me drink a soda for longer than an hour. You're doing something <laughs> right behind the bar, Missy. Definitely doing something right behind the bar, and that's at the Backyard Ale House in downtown Scranton, right there on beautiful Linden Street. Like I said, paying some bills, coming back. Hopefully, we'll be speaking with Mr. Garrett Oliver from the Brooklyn Brewing Company here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on the Sports Hub 102.3 ENBC Sports Radio. Want to feel what it's like to potentially help save up to three lives? The American Red Cross has an urgent need for blood donors right now to prevent an emergency shortage and to ensure an adequate blood supply. Platelet donors and those with O-negative, B-negative, and A-negative blood types are especially needed. To find the nearest opportunity and schedule an appointment, call 1-800-RED-CROSS or visit redcrossblood.org. Choose your day and give. Look out in the street there. You know what you don't see? My car, because I had to sell it to pay the lawyer I hired when I got busted for drunk driving. Know what else you don't see? My girlfriend, who decided that a guy with no car and no license and no money was no fun. Cops are out there cracking down on drunk driving all across the country, and they'll see you before you see them. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Wyoming Valley Motors. Making good deals, making good friends. 
close out summer on a high note when you take advantage of the awesome deals on certified pre-owned Audi vehicles during the summer sellathon event at Wyoming Valley Motors. Rates are as low as 0.9% on all certified pre-owned Audi models. Wyoming Valley Motors has over 23 A4 models to choose from, over 16 A6 models, and over 10 Audi Q5 and Audi Q7 models to choose from. We also have plenty of other models like the A3, A5, A7, A8L, TT, S5, and all road models available, all with rates as low as 0.9%. Stop by and see them for yourself. Take a test drive while you're at it. Seize the summer during the summer sellathon event at Wyoming Valley Motors, Route 11, Larksville. For a preview of more certified pre-owned inventory at Wyoming Valley Motors, visit wyomingvalleymotors.com. Wyoming Valley Motors, making good deals, making good friends. All right, we're back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, and we promised you superb interview, and it better be superb, Derek, because I <laughs> promised that it would be superb. <laughs> the pressure's on. It is on. We have Mr. Garrett. It's 10.15 o- on Saturday morning. Yo, what's up there, Mr. Oliver? How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm drinking coffee. I don't know what you're drinking. Uh, <laughs> it's not coffee. Not. <laughs> it's definitely not coffee. I'm sorry for the abrupt, the abrupt introduction onto the air here. The Beer Geeks Radio Hour and the Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. Mr. Oliver, we have this book. We're going to be giving away to a lucky listener today, The Brewmaster's Table. It's... um. Very impressive book, and I know everybody in the room here is familiar with it. We got me, Dirty Derek, and of course, Dr. Johnny Blindside. We're looking forward to speaking with you. And Derek's got a whole lineup of your beers here from the Brooklyn Brewing Company. And uh, he's actually drooling a little now, and John's going to have to reach over. Just pull your sleeve over your elbow, John, and wipe the corners of his mouth. I don't want him slobbering on that microphone while he speaks to Mr. Garrett Oliver from the Brooklyn Brewing Company. Go ahead, Derek. Okay. Well, for, first of all, Gary, thank you very much. It's an honor yeah, to be able Gary's to talk to you. not sounding so good right there. <laughs> he's, not, he's not sounding so good? <laughs> he's not no, looking too good I just, either. I never sound good, I guess. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you. Uh, right now, we're actually enjoying the, the Brooklyn Blast, so we're, that's what we're, we're having right now instead of coffee. Uh, but no, first, we wanted to really get into just kind of, you know, we're, we're used to the Brooklyn Brewery in the area. We, we've had you guys here for a fair amount of time. How many states are you yeah, in? And, and uh, I was able to hear you fine. I cannot hear Derek. You cannot you hear Derek. Yeah, he is not. Uh, I, All you, right. You how about now? Clear, but, uh, how, how's Derek's that? Somewhere rumbling around the background. How does how that one sound? We can be a little better or no? He can't hear Derek. Can you hear me yet? Huh. Hello, hello. Mr. Oliver. <laughs> It's just not going so no, great. Something's wrong with the phone there, yeah, man. Still with me? Yeah, you, yeah, you, we're here. Can you hear us? No, it's all good. Well, let me take care of that little okay. problem that we have with Mr. Oliver in a second there. And you talk about this beer a little bit there, Derek, okay, that okay. you're drinking. I'll take care of this situation with him, and we'll be all good. Apologize for that. I don't know what's wrong with it. I think that's his phone. It's not ours, man. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's, well, whatever. Well, we're, we're having now, this is the uh, the Brooklyn Blast Ale. This is uh, an 8.4%. We're getting into the, the uh, double IPA arena within this one. But this the, what's differentiating this one from a lot of the other ones that are out there is this kind of has more of a, an English style to it. So it has more uh, of that quality coming through instead of that really in-your-face, pungent West Coast IPA that a lot of people tend to uh, associate with double IPAs. So this one has a little bit more of a smoother characteristic to it. 
It's actually a, almost really tastes like a session beer style-wise. I mean, it's not... Very, it's, this is very tangy as yeah. opposed to something that's real piney or, or citrusy. Yeah, it's not overly pungent or, or dank, if you will. It doesn't have a lot of that coming through. It's not as cutting with everything. But it's, it's a lot more smooth and subtle with the, with its flavor. But there's a lot in there. You can really tell it that, you know, it's got a heavier mouthfeel. So there's a lot of uh, taste coming through, but it's not over the top or, or really... It's actually a really good one if you're not a huge hop head, if you're kind of, uh, you know, on the fence about a lot of these these hops that are a little overly aggressive. This is a really good one to have to kind of acclimate you to be able to say you enjoy IPAs of, of different varieties. And this is a new beer, too. I mean, this is one that they came out with uh, fairly new, right? Yeah, let me see when they actually release this one. I don't know the, the date. I haven't seen it around yeah, th- this until is one, recently, you know. I, I've, I've talked to a fair amount of people about this one. This is one that I, I feel it doesn't really have... Uh, the notoriety that it should. No, this one's actually been out for a fair amount of time. Oh, yeah. But it's just kind of, it, I, I thought that too. Like I haven't yeah, really I haven't seen, seen it around it. here until recently. Yeah, it hasn't been, uh, maybe it was one of those ones that they made that kind of only had available around the brew house or because sometimes the breweries will do that and they'll really build up a demand for it by only releasing right. it in the immediate market. And then after some time, they will, they'll get it out there. But no, I mean, it, it's a really good, easy drinking one. And it's one, you know, now you can find fairly available in the area so and the hop heads will love it yeah so it's a really it's a really good one. we're gonna we're gonna try again now see if this one works ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show mr garrett <laughs> oliver from the brooklyn brewing company we good brooklyn brewery is on the air awesome. oh there we go Why, what was with the dramatic pause garrett <laughs> he knows how to do it i, I, I believe it's called a five second delay <laughs> okay can you hear derek now oh, are we good can you hear me now i can i, I can hear both of you now oh, there oh, we go Stanley. whatever all right so now we'll get into this what, what we were getting into was i wanted to kind of first have you just discuss a little bit of the history of brooklyn brewery like when did it start how many states are you guys available in now because we're, we're used to having you in this area but you know i just want to see what what else are, or where else are you at basically well i mean we started off obviously in new york area and we uh we sell about 50 percent of our beer in the new york area one thing that will surprise a lot of people is we also sell about 30 percent of our beer overseas oh wow so the uh, the number two market for Brooklyn Brewery, believe it or not, is Sweden. Oh wow! And yeah, yeah, so it's uh, New York City area, then Sweden. <laughs> wow, <laughs> then Sweden, <laughs> and then and, and then UK, and then the Boston area. So, wow. so another thing, it, there's kids out in Sweden, not kids, grown ups, <laughs> grown ups in Sweden. I don't know what's the drinking age in Sweden. Uh, a little lower than it is here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a okay, bit. so they're hanging around a fire, kicking back, knocking. Back beers from the Brooklyn Brewing Company in Brooklyn, New York. That's fabulous. Brooklyn Lager is uh, is all over Stockholm, and you know we opened a brewery there a few months ago. Oh wow! Uh, oh. Called Neuer Kanagebrugget. And uh, what? Even God bless you. Uh, you know, I will give you a prize. Wow. Uh, it, it means new Carnegie Brewery. You know, it's a That's reincarnation, so cool. if you like, of the old Carnegie uh, brewery brand, which was the first trademark in Sweden. So. Uh, we're kind of bringing back a little Swedish brewing history, adding in some American uh, ingenuity, and and making something entirely new. We're making all new beers over there. Wow! So are you, are you brewing beers specifically for over there that won't be released here? Then is that how? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Like like right now we have a beer that's uh, a wheat beer based on aquavit. Yeah, so it has aquavit flavors. Could it be oh. shipped overseas <laughs> or anything like that, <laughs> Mr. Oliver? Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm, it, it could work both ways. You could ship some back this way. I'm sure we will eventually. But uh, I don't know. Sweets are pretty thirsty. We're kind of getting it done there. <laughs> so, and then, um, in the United States, we're in about 26 states. 
Um, so, you know, not very much out west, though. In a few weeks, I'll be going out to uh, to Vegas and doing some uh, some events at Mandalay Bay. I've nice. never been to Vegas before, so this should be exciting. I know and people be- at Mandalay Bay. <laughs> I've experienced a lot of different things at Mandalay Bay. It's a very good time. I feel a man the of your character. limitations has not expired. <laughs> I just want to warn you. <laughs> well, it's like you know. <laughs> okay, back to talking about beer. Well, I guess. Well, yeah, but, yeah. It doesn't stay in Vegas unless you mention it on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one thing uh, before we even move on to the next, with, with doing these differentiation thing with with sweetness, is there? Uh, you know, within, when, within the states, there's always different limitations on alcohol and these types. Is there any issues like that when you're doing something in Sweden? Well, the big uh, the big issue is that anything over three and a half percent goes into the state liquor monopoly called Sistiembolaget. And uh, so in Sistiembolaget, you have all the beers that are over 3.5%. And uh, so that puts a crimp, uh, you know, in, in people going to the supermarket because you have to really shop for your yeah. more serious beer and, uh, uh, and your lighter beer in, in two different places. Oh, wow. Like being in Pennsylvania or something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know us. <laughs> exactly. Well, I guess the next one that we'll move on to, we're having the, the Brooklyn Blast. Could you could you explain a little bit to us about this one? Well, Blast is basically a big IPA kind of done uh, in an East Coast style. So, you know, we're kind of uninterested in the, uh, you know, in the idea of putting a beer out there that, you know, it's like, have you ever had this much hops in your life? I'll bet you can't even take it. <laughs> you know, you know and, and, and a lot of these beers, they kind of feel like and, and, and sound like uh as if a chef came to you and said, you know, I've got more salt in this stew than any other <laughs> stew ever made. I just dumped, you know, cup, I bet you cup, wouldn't even eat it. Like, this. You know, like, yeah, yeah, can you eat it? I bet you can. Are you man enough? No, that's and, you know, we, we, we want to make an IPA that was just like, you get halfway down the first class and you just say, wow, this is nice. I would like to have a bunch of these. Exactly. We just and talked about uh, that. That, 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 that sharp, tasty, really fresh. Um, we kind of stay away from that West Coast dank character. We, you know, we kind of like more of a citrus floral character. I don't, I don't really like beer that tastes like chives and onions and garlic. Uh, <laughs> or, or cat pee. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, which is uh, which is perfectly fine. You know, if, if people like dank, they can go for dank. You know, we have a different hot style, uh, and it's uh, it's half British. So, yeah, we get the American hops and their big uh, citrusy thing, but we get the kind of stone fruit, apricot, and all that kind of character from East Kent Goldings and other British hops. So, um, you know, it has its own uh, unique signature. I mean, it's, it's pretty hoppy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's just as much about hop flavor as it is about bitterness. Yeah. That's a, it, it's, it has more of a, I don't want to say session, but I mean, it has sessionable qualities in that it's not uh, fatiguing the palate or anything like some of these other double IPAs can get into. It's actually, like you were saying, it's one you could have and then be able to sit down and, and have another one. The only issue is the 8.4% is going to sneak up on you unless you're, you're being aware of that part of it. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we make sneaky beers. The, the <laughs> name Blast could be a clue. <laughs> it hits you all at once, huh? Yeah. Sneaky beer. Uh, 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 that, that, it could be a clue that it's, uh, that it's not as sessionable as it, as it seems. But, um, you know, we have a, uh, there's a strong Belgian beer that we have called Local One. We used to have uh, we used to have signs up, you know, in the brewery that said "Local One really is nine percent," and our concrete <laughs> floors are very, very hard. Please do be careful. Yeah, we're, we're going to be having Local One a little bit later on. Yeah. So. 
small glasses today. <laughs> small glasses of the local one. There's just two of us here today. Um, uh, Freddie just uh, is uh, learning about the beers, but he doesn't drink beer. So Derek and I have to drink all the beer that here with no guests, so there's more for us. And they're killing okay, it. What, 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 what kind of person is this that you have there that doesn't drink beer? <laughs> we'll he, talk about that off the he, air. Freddy, he's different. Don't worry about it. He's all right. We'll talk about that yeah. off the air, bro. Different? What do you mean different? <laughs> we, we got I've some, never heard of this. We had some help from the, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania <laughs> in making that decision. It's all good, though. Drink That's responsibly. Okay. So we're, we're moving on to now. We're, we're, we actually just popped open, uh, tried to pop open quietly because I <laughs> didn't want to be in the mic. We just popped open a bottle of Sriracha Ace now as we're moving on to. Now, th- this is actually, I will give you credit, this is the first beer we've had repeated on the show. Of all the of all our shows we're trying to repeat, this is the first one we've done a repeat on because, one, we love it, and it's a real showcase on, on everything at the Brooklyn Brewery. We did a Saison show a while back and brought this one on. But uh, what, what can you can you discuss a little bit of the Sriracha Ace with, with us? Well, people often ask, you know, where, you know, where I come from. And this is one of the very few, you know, examples of an idea that just came directly from the ingredient itself. So, you know, the Sriracha hop variety, which was developed by Sapporo um, Brewery in Japan in the 1970s, kind of lay dormant. There was one or two plants hanging around, and nobody was interested in, especially the Japanese lager brewery, nobody was interested in a hop that tastes like lemongrass and dill. (laughs) So uh, it took until the early 2000s for Darren Gabash's family out in Yakima, Washington, uh, Toppenish area, to to start to to, to grow this. And it uh, it debuted in 2008, which is when I first uh, smelled it. And by 2009, we had made Sriracha as a special. And the thing is that, you know, when Sriracha Ace was about to, you know, to run out, you know, we look at each other and, and say, dude, and it's like, yeah, I know. Sriracha Ace is going to be gone, and then we'll be sad. <laughs> <laughs> and a single tear so, rolled down your cheek. A single tear was rolling down <laughs> our face. So then, like, Germany asked us to make some more, and we're like, great, more Sriracha Ace. 900 for them and 100 for us. <laughs> then, and then we're about to run out of that, and we're like, dude. Like I know, <laughs> and eventually, you know, we figured out that uh, our own happiness would be best secured if we were to have a constant supply of sriracha's, and that actually requires making it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to think. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I would like to claim that uh, you know it's it's kind of all about you, but in fact, it's all about us. All about them. <laughs> we, that's make, how the, we, that's make the, we make the beers that we want to drink, and. <laughs> That's what we want to drink. That's wonderful. That's the <laughs> ultimate way to follow your heart, Garrett. <laughs> Through your mouth is yes. the ultimate way to follow <laughs> your heart. <laughs> That's the only way I could think that works. So with doing this, I mean, the Sriracha Ace Hop, like, is it, do you have exclusive contracts? I know a lot of, I don't really see too many beers that, that feature this hop. Um, I mean, it, 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 uh, we, we certainly have a lot of the crop, but mm-hmm. uh, no, not by any means do we have uh, an exclusive for a while, we virtually did. We we, we had bought uh, you know, a big chunk you know, of uh, of that crop, but uh, the crop itself has been growing, and the hops been growing in in in, in popularity, partly on the back of uh, of our beers for sure. Um, and uh, I think it's it's a really unique uh, unique flavor, and I still don't think I've had any beer that tastes like ours. No, no. So, which is a which is a really nice thing to be able to do, and uh, you know. In, uh, in the modern day with, uh, with so many beers out there. Yeah, this very saturated um, market. 
standout for everything. I mean, you have a lot of these flavors, and then putting it with the Saison base, it, it's just, it's absolutely perfect. Is there is there anything else, like, we're, we're going to get into the book stuff, but is there anything else that's coming up soon with the Brooklyn Brewery that, uh, talk about, like, even oh, beer-wise? There's, 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 there's constant stuff. I mean, uh, uh, you know, we just released Weizenhammer, which is our, uh, you know, our, our late summer seasonal brewmasters reserve, so that's a strong... Strong vice beer, vice block at about uh, uh, 8.2%. Mm-hmm. Um, we are about to release Hand and Seal in the fall, which is going to be a 14% barrel aged barley wine. Ooh. <laughs> John's eyes lit up. Yay. <laughs> yes, so they this, definitely this did. My, this is my 20th year uh, you know, uh, uh, at the brewery, so this, 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 one's for, this one's for me. I decided to do you know something that would uh, celebrate that, and that's Hand and Seal. And uh, we now have a 2,000 barrel brew uh, uh, barrel house at the Brooklyn Navy Yard. That's really cool. You know, could, so uh, could people you know, come down and do? We tra- from battle, battleships to beer. Could people do tours at the brewery, Garrett? Oh yeah, definitely. Thousand visitors a week. That's that's awesome. We have to do these road trips. We're always <laughs> talking about these road trips, and we never did them. That's close enough. We can get there. The book, The Brewmaster's Table, uh, Discovering the Pleasures of Real Beer with Food. When did you decide to start pairing off your beers with different entrees, Garrett, and then put it all into this killer book? Because a lot of people are doing that now. We even involve ourselves a little bit in that. Um, What brought you around to wanting to do this? Because it's a great book from what I could see. I would like to sit back and kick it down. Uh, John has it in hard copy. I want to thank you, Garrett, for... A lot of what I learned about beer years ago when I got into these different beers, craft and import beers, I learned from reading your book. And it was outstanding, not only with the food part of it, but just the history of it and the styles of beers and the way you explained it. And, and, and often I referred to things that I've learned from, from reading that book. And that was kind of like the uh, the Bible of, of um, the craft beers when I got into it. So thank you. And it was a, a great book. I know they didn't get it yet. I, I strongly urge you to read that to get to really know a lot about beers. Well, you know, thanks. I, uh, you know, that that was a, a book that was really burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> you know, uh, in the in the late '90s, you know, I saw a lot of people who really loved their beer, and beer was becoming more widely available, and they loved their food, and they weren't putting two and two together, and uh, and getting five or eight or nine the way that I was. They were still, you know, separate and getting four. Um, or sometimes even three, <laughs> which is particularly bad. So, you know, I wanted, uh, you know, I wanted people to see all the bounty that was right in front of them. And if you just spent five minutes thinking about, hey, this would be nice with that, you would get uh, an even better experience out of it. But I also want it to be a very basic beer book that somebody could start, you know, from knowing absolutely nothing mm. and, uh, and walk away from it with, you know, some expertise to at least be able to go to a shop you know, and make some decisions and think about dinner. Well, that's I mean, everybody, ha- everybody has dinner every day, you know. Yes, so, they do. You know, every, every, every time is an opportunity to, you know, make it a, make it a great time. And why not? It certainly sent me on my way to beer geekdom. 
beer geekdom. <laughs> and that's where it is. Mr. Oliver, thank you very much for joining us and waking up early on a Saturday morning. Maybe it's not too early for you. Maybe it's late. I don't know. But uh, thank you very much. Oh, for- it's, it's not late. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good to know, man. Good man. And we're going to give away a copy of this fabulous book to some listener. And we're going to do that right now. And it's written by Mr. Garrett Oliver, brewmaster of the Brooklyn Brewery. Thank you once again, sir, for joining us on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. We look forward to having you again, and uh, hopefully it'll be sooner than later uh, for Derek and Johnny. They both love this interview as well, didn't yeah, thank, you guys? Thank, thank you, you so very much, much. Garrett. Uh, thank you. Have a good morning, sir. And if you want to call in and win a copy of this book from the gentleman we just spoke to on the air, listen to it, loved it. All good stuff. The Brewmaster's Table, discovering the pleasures of real beer with real food. Call us on the Hellophone, 855-777-1023. We want to hook you up right now. What? What, did, you, did you mention a little uh, special thing about that book? It's actually signed by Garrett Oliver. Oh, my God. It's yes, actually see, that's hand-signed. on top of yeah. it. No, there, there was a, I his, did not. It was hand-signed by Garrett Oliver with a Brooklyn Brewery glass with it and a nice hat. But, yeah, it's actually signed by Garrett Oliver himself well, on the inside nice cover. nice hat. I don't know. We might know what to talk about. <laughs> Freddie's liking that hat. Nice hat over here that I'm really digging. And i got to get myself a little juiced up right now. I definitely do. i got to get my blood a pump, and the coffee's not working. And these guys over here with their uh, fine beer from the Brooklyn Brewing Company, Caller number nine right now. I'm going to go with number nine. Don't I usually go with number nine? Nine Telephone 855-777-1023. Make it happen. Taking a break here. This is Black Sabbath Neon Nights.
outstanding Dio Sabbath here. I know Dr. Johnny Blindside digging that as well. And Dirty Derek. And we have a lovely lady called in to win. Caller number nine. Hello. Hello. We're living the dream, Vanessa, and I guess you are as well. You won, I am. You won yourself a copy of the Brewmaster's Table, Discovering the Pleasures of Real Beer with Real Food, and it's autographed by the author, Mr. Garrett. Yeah, I almost said Garrett Anderson, former, uh, he's a designated hitter. He used to be a designated hitter with the Angels. Wow, and this real wow. cool Brooklyn Brewery hat, and you got this real cool Brooklyn Brewery glass. You are kicking it Brooklyn-style, girl. Get me a slab awesome. of that pie and grab me a cheesecake <laughs> from Junior's while you're there. Awesome. Thank you. This is great. Awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. We're all happy for you. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Come pick up your prize anytime. You know where we're at, Miss Vanessa, and thank you for listening. That was wonderful when we have a fine young lady call in and she's listening to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, and she won herself this killer prize package. I'm very, very happy about that. And being that we're uh, done with our fine listener and our great interview, Dirty Derek, what do you got next for us to drink? Well, now we're moved on to the local number one. This is the one Garrett had mentioned. No, the one he warned you about. Well, he war- yeah, war- warned us about. This is uh, it's, It is 9%. Again, we'll reiterate that. Uh, it's, a, it's a Belgian pale ale style. The one thing, uh, we didn't really get to talk to him about this one. This is the one thing that's interesting about this beer is it's 100% bottle fermented, which means it's actually put in basically flat into the beer and left to, that's how it carbonates fully in the beer. God and, makes this beer in the bottle. And these these are actually, both of these are beers that, uh, yeah, I wanted to ask about the Stracci Ace too if it had the issues with that. These are beers that you need to, because of the way they're brewed, do not open anywhere near your face with the cork, because <laughs> I actually had one of these. As soon as you release the cage, the cork will just come shooting right out of you. You can, you can aim it at someone you don't like. That's totally fine. That's awesome. But don't aim it at your own beautiful Put face. A bunch of we them can in bring somebody office. in here and torture them with cords yeah, just, and shoot them at them. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, it's, it's only happened to me once. So it's not a completely common thing, but I always like to warn people if, when you're opening one of these, release the cage, kind of aim it away from your face just to make sure because that, that can't happen. Towards and, a high ceiling is a good place. Yeah, and that can happen with any of the corked and cage beers because that's just, you know, how they, they'll, they'll age and how the, the carbonation will build up. But this is a, a Belgian pale ale style Really smooth, extremely easy drinking. You know, we've had a lot of beers on here before that get up into the 9 into the 10% range, and you start to get a little bit of alcohol heat from some of them coming through. Nothing on this. Absolutely nothing. It is so incredibly smooth. It's it's kind of scarily easy drinking with everything because of it being 9%. It almost tastes like a session beer, but there's just yeah. a lot of flavor to it. So it's scamming you kind of up front. It's a sneaky beer, is it? It's Garrett? a sneaky beer. <laughs> Hold on to that thought for one second, guys. I got to take another break. We're going to pay right. some bills. We're going to come back, and then the heat is on. And- and heat is on, but you're not going to know it because it's hiding in the backyard and it sneaks around. Glenn Fry, he probably toured with Huey there Lewis many times. <laughs> your wedding day, the most important and exciting day of your life. You want it to be perfect. The flowers, the music, the limo, the tuxes, the bridesmaids' dresses, your gown. It can be kind of overwhelming, but no need to panic. Just relax and head to the Northeast PA Bridal Show, Sunday, September 14th, from noon to four at the Scranton Cultural Center. There will be over 40 vendors at your service with everything you need for your wedding. At 2.30, you'll enjoy a fashion show featuring the latest in bridal entertainment, gowns, and menswear. Plus, there will be door prizes and a cash prize of $1,500 given out during the fashion show. No purchase necessary. So enjoy a relaxing afternoon while planning your wedding at the Northeast PA Bridal Show. Sunday, September 14th from noon to four at the Scranton Cultural Center. Presented by Savvy Formal Wear by Sarno & Son. 
Nissan. Head to toe bridal and Nasser limousine service. Sponsored by Frankie Carl Productions and John Mackey Design. Brides can register free at nepabridalshow.com. Come sail away with Koopa Seafood. Today and every Saturday at Cooper's Seafood House in Pittston and Scranton, get two dozen you peel shrimp for just $5.99. Plus, enjoy live entertainment. Tomorrow, get steamed clams for $2.99 a dozen. Cooper's also has half-price drafts and buckashuck oysters every day from 5 to 7. Cooper's Seafood House in Pittston and Scranton. May I have your attention, please? If you are trying to lose weight, we need your help. We're AF Plus, and we have too much product and too few participants in our nationwide risk-free trial. If you need to lose 30 pounds or more and would like to participate, call now. 1-800-497-4929. AF Plus is an amazing, proven breakthrough in weight loss. A once-daily capsule that can help you lose weight in days. It's also one of the healthiest ways to lose weight because each capsule contains natural ingredients, including green tea extract. You'll boost your metabolic heart rate, allowing you to shed pounds in days with just one capsule a day. Be among the first to call for your risk-free trial. Again, we have too many risk-free trials and too few participants. If you would like to lose 30 pounds or more by taking just one all-natural capsule a day, call now to participate in this nationwide risk-free trial. 1-800-497-4929. That number again is 1-800-497-4929. Dining, entertainment, adventure. Get it all at half price or more at GetMyPerks.com. You'll save money with great deals from your favorite restaurants, family fun centers, golf courses, and even half price tickets to local events. Looking to showcase your business in a unique way? Call Ryan Adcroft at 883-1111 or go to GetMyPerks.com to find out how to get your business involved. Plus, be sure to check out GetMyPerks.com daily for the next perk of the day. That's getmyperks.com. Get into the new Miller Surplus Home Center at 83 Waller Street in Wilkesbury for huge savings. All kitchen cabinets are on sale. All hardwood and laminate flooring are on sale. All fiberglass doors are on sale. The prices are crazy low. Miller Surplus Home Center has a huge selection of fiberglass and steel doors in stock, and everything is on sale. Tile, laminate, and hardwood are all on sale. So get into the new Miller Surplus Home Center and save big money now. These prices won't last forever, and supplies are limited so get in now and save big money at the new miller surplus home center at 83 waller street in wilkesbury or call 570-824-9007 that's 570-824-9007 free custom kitchen designs and quotes get into the new location for miller surplus home center at 83 waller street in wilkesbury in the old modern floors building now all right how's that heat over there gentlemen neon night john's doing very good (laughs) he's still jamming the sabbath it's nine percent Knock up on Johnny Boy. <laughs> yeah, did. No, no he's fine. He's on top of his I'm game. I'm a professional. Oh. Not a hair out of place <laughs> on the head of Mr. Kennedy. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know what that was. But no, we're still enjoying the local number one. Nice. Um, like we're saying, it's just, it's a really, the, both of these, local number one, even Sriracha Ace, local number two, they're they're really good. But they're not like super high beers, but they're really good sipping beers because they're, 
for what's everything that's going on, then they're they're fairly complex beers with everything. That's, they're carbonated. They they, they yeah. dance on your tongue, especially the sriracha. Ace. It really has a yeah. yeah. They're, they're so good with with pairing with food because because you have that ability with all these flavors. And then this strong carbonation just really cleanses the palate really well, which is perfect. One of the food combinations that I failed to mention when Garrett was on earlier was, if you read the book and go through it, man, you know what? There's one food that goes with every kind of beer. It's sausages. Yeah. He says, so- yeah. Every, every, it's these kind of beer. Because there's these so foods. many different kinds of sausages. Right, and that's yeah. what he says, yeah. but da 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 and sausage. Whatever it is, and yeah, sausage. Like sausage sauce, goes yeah. with every kind of beer because there's so many flavors in it. Yeah. I mean, he spent, the, he didn't really get into a lot of his background. I mean, he spent a lot of time in Europe. And, oh, and, he traveled and, and yeah. Yeah, so I mean, he spent a lot of time really getting acclimated with these beers at their sources and really getting a feeling of the, the cuisine in those areas. And, and that's really how you get to know this stuff is, is just trial and error, just trying it yourself, seeing what's going on. That's the great thing with, with beer stuff is, it, you know, you could read. There's there's so many books out there now. I was just going to say, you can read on the internet and find yeah. out all kinds of, like we do a lot of, yeah, we find that, but really by tasting it is what you really get. And that, that's, that's you how you get, get an understanding of what's going on. Like it, it's good to read. The one thing I will say is if you're trying a beer that's new to you for the first time, don't go on these rating websites first. If you want to go on second, maybe you have a little After taste. After you have some. Yeah. yeah. And you maybe have a little taste and you're like, I'm wondering what that is. Maybe right. then go on, but don't go on first because it's going to really just change how you experience it. Sometimes you disagree totally with yeah. how it's rated. It's oh, yeah. Yeah, there's really low. You think really it's low. great. It's a rate of 99, and you go, wait a second. But if that you go, stinks. If you go on and it's a, a 60, well, all of a sudden now it's a crappy beer before you even right. drink it. And you don't want to do that. Like, no, you, and people do that with music oh, and yeah. movies. Yep. And how many movies or records did you buy in your life? Any kind of music? And you read these scathing reviews about them. I will and say, then you're like, I, dude, I, I love that. I yeah. wish I went to see it in the opposite, theater. Opposite I, still, the I still, to this day, love Kids in the Hall Brain Candy, one of my favorite movies. It was destroyed when that movie came out. I still remember that. I still love that movie. <laughs> Do not care how many people <laughs> disagree with that, but it is a great movie. But, yeah, you don't want to go on all these rating websites beforehand because it's going to spoil your experience with the beer. You need to be taken onto itself. That old commercial, try it. You'll like it. Or try it. You won't like it, but try it. Yeah, try Damn it. it. And you got to be patient with sometimes these Sometimes you feel beers. like a nut and sometimes you don't. You, <laughs> you know? can't bum rush through these beers. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Uh, craft beer, you have to take your time, find out what you like. Give them all a taste. Be honest, and you have to go back and taste them a couple times because five you're sip not, rule. Five, five sip, sip rule. rule. All right, Dr. Johnny Blinds, I told you right there. Five sip rule. Yeah, and if there's a beer that you have that you're just like, oh, this was terrible, and everyone else you know is saying, no, it's really good. You know, sometimes it's good to go back. There's beers I had when I first was getting into craft beer. I'm sure John was the same. That we were both like, hey, I don't like this. But you go back later after your palate kind of develops because your palate's always changing. Guess you know, what? A big one for that is IPAs. I didn't yeah. like IPAs at all, and now right. look at me, double imperial, love them. There we go. Here it comes. He's a double, double, triple, triple IPA lover. What was that? He popped. I was, I was popping the. I popped oh, my cork. Dude. Live on the air. We didn't shoot it at you though, Freddie. We're good. <laughs> we're we just cracked open a bottle. This is now on to Fucking local puking number <laughs> local number two. Is what we moved on to. It so sounds kind of disgusting. We went number one, now we're going number two. But <laughs> wow. Are you good. here all week on John the side is, stage? John is color commentary. I'll tell you what. I'm just getting ready for football season when I do the... Uh, the Huey Lewis lookalike comedian, uh, th- this Dr. Johnny Blindside. Local number two is one, you know, fans of... You know, even local number one, fans of Belgian beers, you want to try both of these. Two completely polar opposite ends of the spectrum within the Belgian beer arena. They have a Belgian Paleo with number one. This is a Belgian Dark Strong with number two. But this has some honey 
And uh, was it a citrus peel put in them? Is it coriander? I don't know why I thought that one, but it's got it's got a real the, the honey characteristic really kind of comes through. And in a dark beer, it, it's surprising that the honey comes through so much, but it adds a lot of depth into the body, and you get a real nice aromatics out of this. It's another one, nine percent, extremely easy drinking. But it wraps in with the malt and just yeah. rolls across your tongue, really it, smooth. If you're a fan of the Belgian double style or even the quads, like all those types mm. of, of darker Belgian beers, I mean, this is one that you absolutely want to try if you haven't tried. And it's great. I mean, like you know, Gary was saying, they're only in 26 states. You know, pretty much everything in their lineup is available in our area, which is great. That is excellent. Because a lot of their beers, you know, even though they're in 26 states, you can't get all their beers in those states, whether it's laws prohibiting, you know, the ABV range or things like that. But we have everything here. That's We're special. That's great. Yeah, that's the one thing that's great about everything we have here is just we have a wide, wide arena with, uh, you know, there's no limitation with us with the ABV type stuff and all these things. So we have a lot of these beers that are available for us from these breweries. And local number one and two, I mean, you could find... On any pretty much any bottle shop shelf that this one's widely available and it's just it's an extremely enjoyable beer and, that, and that's cool and like I said if you ever if you're looking for something email Derek email Dr. Johnny Blindside they could tell you where to find a beer if it is available go to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour Facebook page or tell other people how they can get in touch with you guys so they can find out about these beers and track them down because they ain't gonna get it from me well you can hop on to I mean we're, we're starting to really get out there now we're starting to make a big presence on the online stuff right. which is nice the, the pre-recorded people are streaming that's a lot because of you're not lazy man sitting around <laughs> watching YouTube videos all day but it, there's there's so much on there on the beergeeksradio.com if you shoot on there i mean every episode we've had for the past few months is up there streaming we have show notes uh, i try to link up to all the breweries as i'm updating this so you can get onto their websites a lot of these breweries have websites you can go onto and find out exactly where these are available which is great so there's there's just so much available information if you go on to beergeeksradio.com and there's links i put up there right. on all of our social media so you know we have an instagram a twitter a facebook and pretty much any kind of social media we have some presence on there He's covering it all. He yep. is definitely covering it all. And I love when people uh, email us and suggest different breweries we should bring on the air that they want to hear. And another thing, listen, if you brew your own beer, if you're trying to brew your own beer, get in touch with us. Yep. Let the beer geeks do the five-sip rule with you. Absolutely. Come on in. Talk about what you're doing. You never know whether it's just the hobby because you enjoy it or you have aspir aspirations of becoming a brewery or working with a brewery yourself someday. Come on. Let the beer geeks help you. That's what we're here for. Hey, we'll the, number of, the number of breweries in America went in the last, what is it, 10 years? It went from hundreds to thousands. It's right. like 4,000 breweries now. I think they're saying now on average the past couple of years been 400 breweries coming online every year. And they're all trying, everybody's trying yeah. to get something, get They all won't make it, but you know what? No, they're all they trying. Won't. Guess what? The good ones will. And yeah. some of them are out there just because they enjoy doing it and cracking it open for their friends. Yeah. And, and they love it. That's how you get going. It really is just sparked. It's it's a hobby. You know, I mean, like we, we all, well, John, were you a big punk guy when you were younger? No, not punk. No, well, Freddie and I were punk kids. We were, oh, yeah. we were stupid punk kids. Was I heavy was. duty in the, did Huey Lewis ever do a <laughs> punk album? That'd be awesome. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a metalhead myself. <laughs> yeah. He is uh, into some heavy duty stuff. That's cool. But uh, no, it, it really comes from that, you know, how the Ramones were, you know, do it yourself. Right. You know, the, the whole uh, DIY ethic that we, we grew up with being these kids. You know, that's really what a lot of the, the brewers are when you get into this. A lot of these brewmasters that open up these breweries are just DIY guys. They have that ethic of, of just, you know, I like this, I want to do this, or they have something to say, this is really good, I want to do it better, I want to do my take on it, and that's how these breweries really come to be, is just interpreting something for themselves and making their own unique statement in the world. Nice. 
So, I mean, that, that's really all, all, all this is coming to be. And that's what we, you know, we want to really showcase that stuff here. And we're really getting into all these different things. Next week, we're going to be talking about exactly. some some cheese and beer pairings. We have an cool. author calling in that did a whole book right up on, on cheese and beers pairings. And we're going to really get into the subtle nuances of that. You'll be able to have some cheese next week. Friends. It's fun with friends and really, food, right? Yeah, that's going to be really cool. So if you're looking to impress people, especially like with a party coming up or something yeah, like that, you got a new home, uh, you got holiday things going on, listen next week to the Beer Geek radio hour and you find up ways to impress people as they're coming in some more be able to cut the fancy cheese with your friends wow you're really on it today look at the way all you need now is a filter free cigarette in your hand while you're holding my smoking jacket when john when john sips his beer on the air he holds a glass up like right next to his head and there's like screens and stuff um there's cameras yeah pinky out and i gotta look up over it so he wants to make sure that i see the glass so he has to hold it up next to his head so it looks property. like Huey Lewis has a pint glass stuck to his head. That's what it looks like to it me. It happens. It does happen. Uh-huh. Good stuff, man. We had a great interview today. A lot of fun being here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on the Sports Hub 102.3. We're glad that you joined us. Like I said, hit us up on the Facebook page. All kinds of good stuff. Thank our friends who did not come today because they're <laughs> swamped. Quote with unquote. the Peach Festival, swamped <laughs> with all that going on. And tonight's going to be a blast, a jamming night up on the mountain. Uh, a lot of people are going down to hang out at the Backyard Ale House and have a really good time. And Billy Boy will be here next week because he likes cheese. <laughs> and he'll be telling is that how us. you're going to get him here? Is it, yeah, is it mouse he loves <laughs> cheese. Actually, we're doing the cheese thing, so Billy from the Backyard mm-hmm. Ale House, come down. If you heard this... Which you heard probably because you're listening. You hear this? Tell Billy when you go down there. Um, we were talking about how cheesy he is. But up, bump, bump, bump. And for Dirty Derek and for Dr. Johnny Blindside, I am Fast Freddy, the insignificant, significant one, the original dirty white boy, the bad influence with the best intentions, and I am the Grand Marshal in the parade of ill. Consider yourselves dealt with. <laughs>